This is the Ali La Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you the view from the terraces at Liverpool FC. Hello and welcome to the latest Allez Les Rouges podcast. You'll notice a slightly different voice in the hosting chair this time around. I'm Matt Addison, not Peter Hooten, but Peter will be back for the next episode, I assure you. I'm delighted to say that we've got Ella Hooten and Kayleigh Brand with me for this show as we dive into a wide variety of Liverpool topics and talking points. And Ella, we might as well just go straight in. We're bang in the middle of pre-season at the moment as we record this. I think personally I could have done with a little bit longer of a break actually after the Champions League final. It's come back very quickly but how are you sort of feeling at this point in the summer? Are you ready and raring to go again now we've got back on the way? Yeah I'm right. I feel like I'm ready for the season now because I feel like there's been like a long break and stuff like that. Um, so yeah I'm excited for it for all to kick off. Obviously we've got the, um, the Community Shield against uh, Man City next week so that should be like exciting, like a little teaser, like the best two teams in the um, the country going head to head, like the start of the season. So I'm looking forward to that. And then obviously that um, the Premier League starting the week after, which is exciting. But um, it's going to be a mad season, I think, because obviously the World Cup and stuff like that. So all the games are going to be coming like thick and fast in August and stuff. So it's um, it's going to be exciting to see how Klopp like uses the squad and stuff like that. So like with the young players, I feel like. A lot of young players are going to get more chances this season, um, is what I think is going to happen, to be honest. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, isn't it, Kayleigh, in terms of the sort of way that Liverpool line up. A couple of new arrivals, Darwin Nunez, four goals for, for him to start with. That was, uh, I suppose, a, a little bit of a, a bite back at those who were making a few compilations on Twitter. Yeah, I think, I think, and especially for us, I think that's why we are like, it sounds easy, but we're so like special in a sense, because I don't think we care about what anybody else says. I think it's just about what us think and obviously what clock what clock thinks. And I think we don't sign players lightly, I don't think. So signing him and you know, it, it's pre-season, I said before. You can tell it sometimes it's pre-season and that's okay. You know, your touch might bounce off you or whatever. But I think as long as you're showing signs that and he can't even he can't really speak English either, can he? So he's just getting into it. So all these things. I think they always want us to fail, don't they? So I think probably when he scored those four, I think it's a it's a bit of a tongue in cheek to them, isn't it? But I think he just he's obviously he's proved himself before, hasn't he? Like he, he don't score thirty four goals for for no reason. And I think when we were watching him, like he's just he's a presence, isn't he? Like when he's on the pitch, you just think like you look and you notice him. If that makes sense, like you, you look at him, you think yeah, he you know he's there, sort of thing. So I um, yeah, I, I don't think we've got anything to worry about winning at all. How do you think we sort of might see Liverpool line up in terms of, of the, the front three, Kayleigh? I mean, is it going to be a, a, a one front three? Is it going to be a bit of a mixture of all of them? Or how do you reckon Darwin Nunes might kind of fit into that? He's going to play through the middle, isn't he? But I think, that's what we were saying, we've got so many players now. And I think I think he's going to rotate it a lot. I don't think it'll be one set three all the time. I don't think he can. I think there's too many games, and Klopp said that a lot of times, hasn't he? Like, we play too many games and they're trying to bring in more games, and that's why he wants the fire truck, because he's saying, we play too many games as it is, you can't keep the same thing. I think, I'm at, I said before, I'm actually excited about the younger players that we've got. I think the younger players that we've got have, have played, you know, Elliot played the Blackburn, Carvalho played the Fulham. I think you've got younger players who. As well, um, and I think when you're younger, you play with that like bit of freeness, don't you? You don't really, you might not overthink things as much as you would when you're a little bit older. 
So I think we've got those experiences in, like I said before, Salad that looked sharp as well. So you've got that experience in there. You've got Bobby, you've got Mo, um, like with the former players. And then you've got the younger ones. I think everyone loved Diaz last year, didn't they? I think he came in and it was just like, I think he came in and that's what we needed. Um, and obviously you've got this, this big fellow up front now. So yeah, I think we're going to have to stop and change. And I think I'm excited about it this time. Like, you know, I think sometimes maybe you take a player out and you think, oh, like, you know, this player is not as good, but I think I, I'm happy with what we've got, and I think what we've got is a little bit different as well. So we've got different elements now. So I'm I'm excited going in, even though we've lost Mane. Um, I'm actually excited with the four players that we've got. I think we'll see a lot more from each of them, if that makes sense, coming into to the new season. So yeah, I'm excited, and I think um, I think it's a dream, isn't it? Thinking that if you need a goal, you've got Trent whipping crosses into. Oh, wait, six foot strikers, they're all tiny, aren't they? And now he's coming and um yeah, if he gets his body about a little bit, I think we've got a good season coming up for us. Yeah, certainly something a little bit different, isn't he? We'll come on to, to Luis Diaz, actually, shortly. You mentioned him before, but I wanted a, a quick word on Sadio Mane as well, Ella. Obviously, a lot of Liverpool fans disappointed to, to see him go. What what were your thoughts on, on Liverpool letting him go? And do you think it was maybe the, the right time to, to take the next step without him? Or would you have rather they kept him about? Um, personally, obviously, I feel like he's done amazing for us. He's, he's won every trophy like available, um, and he wants the new challenge. So you can't like doubt, like you can't fault him for that. Do you know what I mean? Um, so personally, I thought like obviously, um, it come out he wanted like it, it didn't come out he wanted to leave before the Champions League final. But I think his agent was saying that like, he'll talk about his future after the final. So that's the only thing that personally annoyed me because like. We had the biggest game of the season coming up, and then there was all whispers about them leaving. And then I think he's done like an interview saying, um, "Oh, you'll find out after the final, and, and everyone is going to be happy." Sort of thing. He said something like that um, in an interview. But I feel like he is. I don't know. I, I, I was upset that he left, but I feel like um, with like Nunes coming in, it's going to bring. I, I think I seen Klopp say the other day, "This is not the." The type of striker we've like had before, um, but he's a really good player. So like, he, I feel like Klopp's excited for like a different type of player because we've always had like the um, false nine and stuff like that, and we're actually going to be playing with a number nine now. So it's going to be different. But regarding Manny, I was sad because obviously he's been with us since like Klopp came in and stuff like that. Um, but like like I said, he's won everything with us, and you don't want to keep someone who doesn't want to stay. So. Obviously, he's, he had. I think he had like a year left on his contract. So obviously, if he doesn't want, if he's went to Klopp and said, "I want, I want to leave," sort of thing. So I feel like it'd be a bit like if Klopp said, "Oh no, you're staying," and then we've got an unhappy player for another year. Um. So I feel like um, it was the time to leave for Manny. But I wish him all the best. To be fair, and I hope he does well at Bayern. You know what I think though, as well. I think we all get so because we get so attached to these players. But then we've also got to remember, like football's still a business. Football mm-hmm. is well, and I think I love Manny, and I think what he's done for us, uh, you'll love him forever. But I think football is a business, and like I said, if you look at it and think he's got one year left on his contract, if he lets it run down, you're getting nothing for him. Yeah. And I think with the wages that he was wanting for a new contract, but it, I know he stays. He's still got a good couple of years left. But the players that we've now got coming in are going to be on less wage, are going to be younger and are going to be with us for the for the longer term as well. So I think I think it's just sort of 
sell right for everybody. I think mm-hmm. Klopp wouldn't let him go if he didn't think, oh, with the players that we've got coming in and what we've got is going to be better for us long term. He's took money for him and he's left and he's going to have new chat. And it's, it's all sort of been, other than the fact that it did have whispers of it before the final, but I think we've got, it is a business, football's a business as well. And I think what we've done is make a good business decision, but also a good football decision in terms of what we've got to replace them. I don't think we'll miss it as much as we potentially would have a couple of years ago. Obviously, the, the wages are less, like you say, Kaylee, as well. But I suppose, Ella, the, the one thing that you'd say, the, the knock-on impact of that is the fact that they've now been able to sign Mohamed Salah up to a new contract. Maybe that was was part yeah. of it. Was that the biggest signing that Liverpool could have made this summer? Yeah, definitely. I feel like Klopp signing his new deal and then um, Salah signing. They're like the two, they're the biggest like player and manager um, to get them tied down is like great because now we we can go into the new season and there's no talk about his agents and he was doing all the tweets and stuff like wind the Liverpool fans up and stuff like that early up to it. And I think on the day he must have tweeted two laughing faces and everyone was tweeting on fuming. And then I think Jamie Callagher tweeted him like a big paragraph, like yeah, something, something. I don't know what it was. And then that was the announcement video the next next minute, like all all the tweets and stuff like that. But um, yeah, they made up sellers like Sanders deal now, so he can go into the new season just focusing on the football, and no one's going to be asking him, "Are oh, will you sign a new contract? Are you leaving?" And stuff like that. So I made up. It's done at the start of um, the summer. And we can just literally, he's got, he's got it. When I was watching him pre-season, I feel like he just looks dead sharp and like ready to go. Because I feel like with the That's AFCON, our season with that AFCON, it, he was just like runs on. He had like, I think all of his games went to extra time. He come back, he was absolutely knackered. And like, I feel like he's had a little break now. I think it's it's first time in ages he's had like a break. Um, and he's just going to, I think, yeah, he probably will get top. Goal scorer, I reckon. I, I don't. Haaland and Emma Nunes are getting top goal scorer joints. They'll, they'll share the, the, the goal boot together. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting with Erling Haaland coming in as well, isn't it, Katie? There's going to be comparisons between him and Nunes, but I suppose Salah can help a bit with the goal scoring as well. <laughs> Let, let's go for a big question. Who Who's going to be the better signing next season, Nunes or Erling Haaland at City? I reckon Nunes only because I know I can't, I, everyone will just say, oh, we just saying that because he plays for Liverpool, but. Generally, I feel like Haaland is really injury prone, and I know Nunes he's obviously had his injuries in the past with his knee and stuff like that. But I feel like Haaland is really injury prone, and last season as he missed a lot of games of football. He's missed his, the first game of pre-season. He's been missing training sessions with City already, and unless like he starts getting up to speed, and like I just feel like he's going to be injured a lot because the intensity of the Premier League. It's just like it's full on, is it? Do you know what I mean? So I'm not just saying. I feel like it, I feel like he will score a lot of goals against like the Bournemouth and stuff like that. He'll be like scoring like three or four and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just feel like Nunes might. It's it's the Bruyne Trent, isn't it? Like the two players you're thinking and like who's going to be like giving them the services and stuff like that. But I seen that City of signed another player called Alvarez or something. Apparently they're all raving about this this young kid who who looks amazing. I think he played for River Plate last season. But um, so I don't know if they're going to do like like a strike two strikers. I don't know. Like it's it's going to be like interesting to see how they line up because you know what Pep's like. He's like changes his team all the time, but. Um, yeah, Nunes for me, but I'm just being probably because I'm a Liverpool fan. <laughs> Can you drink? 
I think it's really sorry, go. No, I just think he's obviously going to do well, isn't he? If he if he plays because he he is a world class player, and I think you're going to have nightmares about the Bruyne playing balls through to to him. But I just yeah, I just think I just I enjoy us better, and I think we've got a better team around. I think we've got a better team connection and things like that. And yeah, I just think yeah, I'm I'm with Ella. Like you guys going to. Yeah, we've got to back ourselves. We can't be saying that he's going to score more. Allez Rouge on the Blood Red Channel. It's really interesting as well that City have lost a couple of key players. It seems like they've had a bit more of a, a turnover this summer, Kayleigh. Obviously, Raheem Sterling scored a lot of goals for them. He's now gone. There's been one or two other players as well. Still Bernardo Silva and one or two big players being linked with a move away still as well. It, it, <laughs> Oh, if he wants to <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure I'm sure we'd all like Bernardo Silva not to play for City yeah. next season. But it, it, it does feel like they've had a bit more of a an overhaul this summer than maybe what a few people might be thinking. That that might be harder to adjust for them next season as well. Yeah, I think um I think when you look at like what, what we've got and what they've got, I think last year I think sometimes you're a bit like, you know, their second string team are probably finished somewhere in a Premier League, wouldn't it? Like they still they, they rest players and you think you know what I mean they signed that Calvin Phillips who starts the leads um, so if he didn't play one their midfielders they just he just walked in but I think um, I think um, I think yeah I think they've this year I think it's all all the eggs are in the Harlem basket I think you know they're putting a lot of pressure on that work and then that being a big like impact and the the one that's going to like set them forward, but yeah, I think sometimes you probably think you could probably oh, I to say that they took a few step backs, maybe, uh, especially if the other players that are linked to going out are. Oh, whereas I think we're, I think we're a bit more solid. I think this year, yeah, certainly a lot more settled, aren't, aren't they, Liverpool compared to, to City? We'll we'll come back and do a few predictions for for the season at the end of, of the podcast. But let's move on to a couple of other transfery bits first. Obviously, Darwin Nunez, we've talked a little bit about already, Ella. But the other player that's come in that we've seen a little bit of is Fabio Cavallio, looking good already, I'd say, in pre-season. He's been one of those that's that stood out to me so far. Oh, I love him. I, I, I was saying the other day, I like um I just wanna like I want everyone to pass him the ball. I just feel like he's got this like Coutinho like style about him. I can't like explain it. I just feel like he's he's gonna be really good. I feel like Klopp's gonna I, I actually think Klopp might like play him a lot this season. I know people are saying Elliot and stuff like that, he's amazing as well. But I don't know, there's just something about this like quiz and like I don't know, the way that we obviously we we sat. We went to sign him. I think in was it January, and it fell through on the last day. And we've like obviously Klopp's like been speaking to the player and saying like come in the summer and stuff because I heard that he had he might have had like other choices like dormants and stuff like that, which is probably where you more likely probably develop. But I feel like Klopp's obviously said to him, "You're going to develop here, and I'm going to give you a chance and stuff like that." Um, so I was saying to Kaylee, like I just I, honestly I think he's going to be a great player. I think. Um, the other day when I watched them against Leipzig, I think he put the ball over um, a player's head and just ru- run with the ball and then passed it to Nunes and he scored. But I was like, oh, yeah, he, honestly, I'm just passing the ball. He's got something about him. Like, he can make things happen. Like, I'll, I'll be like excited to see him um, yeah. next season. I feel like Klopp will give him a chance as well because he's obviously said to him, like, you're going to get a chance and stuff. Not just in the Cups. I feel like he'll play in the league. 
like like Kaylee was saying before, like we've got the five subs now, and if if he's not starting a game, he can come on and like a little bit of magic is what we need. Um, because even if he plays in the midfield, I mean, we don't have many like creative players in midfield. But, um, confidence as well, isn't he? That's what's yeah, definitely. Got. We we spoke about it a lot, and I think I said I was like, I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> I was in a Vegas casino and I had all my chips. Take <laughs> that, I am all in that Carvalho basket. So no pressure, kid, but I am all in on him. I just think for it, whatever. You know, when you watch someone, you just think you want to watch him, you want him to get on the ball, you want to see him run at players, you want him to see him, all these tricks and skills that he can do. And again, what I said about being young, you've got that little bit of fight in you where you're just like, no, I'm going to try this, I'm going to do that. And there's so much where you can. There's so much scope where you can just get so much better, but I like that little bit. But yeah, I like, I'm like the same. Like you mm. want to get, you want them on the ball, you want them running at people, and I think under Klopp and I think they, the way they manage the players as well. You know, they don't play them too much, they don't give them too much, they don't let them get to the head of themselves. And I think him coming in this year, I think yeah, I'm I'm, I'm all in on him. I, I I love Harvey Elliott as I said last year at the same time. I think the um. Start the season last year. I think Elliot and, and Salad had like a very good connection. I think if you watch, I think there was something like they were in the top like three percent or whatever it was of um, you know, like passing it to each other. They they classes and play and creation together was, was one of the best in the league. So I think him coming back in and I do just think these little young players that we've got um a bank on them. In terms of, of Cavalio though, Kaylee, what 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 would you say at the end of, of this season, Cavalio? What what's a good season for him? What does he have to do to, to really sort of come forward? He's still only nineteen. He's only just come up from from the championship. What what can we expect? Do you think from him this season? Yeah, I don't think you can't put too much pressure on him. And like I said, I think that's where it helps that we've got a lot of players in those forward positions because you don't have to rely on them so much if that makes sense because you can swap and change. But I think if you're if you're nineteen, you're going to a team that's challenged for all four that we have done last year you go into European Cup finals with challenging for the league you're 19 you've got to be happy haven't you with playing you know I, I'd like to think that if I, if I was him he'd want to be getting on the pitch most games you know and maybe not playing one but and trying to start maybe a few against the lower lower league teams but I think you'd be happy with coming on for 20 minutes at the end I think you've got I don't know let's, let's give him a day to get <laughs> no, because no, when you watch him, I think no, he has got that to create. So they're not too much pressure, but if you say like maybe five plus assists, a couple of goals, and playing 20 minutes at the, at the end of some games, starting a couple of games, and just getting himself like set into the way that we do things, I think not too much pressure. I'm not saying he needs to start every game and he needs to score 10 plus and whatever. He's only young and he's, you know, playing in the Premier League, but also there's going to be a lot of competition. This positions as well, so I think you've got to be happy with just a few assists, a few goals, playing as and when you know we need, and and really buying into our philosophy and getting that settled into them. And then again, next year goes up and up and up, then doesn't it? So, not too much pressure, but all the pressure because I'm all in on them. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm, I'm all in on him as well. I think I'm all in on, on Harvey Elliott as well, Ella. What? Is it a similar sort of target for, for Harvey this season or did you see enough before he got injured last season to make you think that he could make a bigger jump maybe than, than what we expect to see from Cavalio? 
No, I think it's the same with um, Harvey with Carvalho just because of the bad injury he got at the um, start of the season. So, like like you were saying, you can't put too much pressure on them. They are young. I don't even know how old Carvalho is. He's still about, is he like 20 or 21 or something like that? Well, he's young anyway. But, um, yeah, so he was, I think I seen an interview when he said he wants to score like 20 plus goals in the league. I was like, what, steady on? But, um, but that's like, if he's putting... Um, them kinds of targets, then you've got to expect some some um, output from them. But I feel I feel like 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 we were saying before, the young kids are going to get a chance with the five subs, and they've just got to take it um, when they come on or the starting games. I feel like Klopp before Elliot got injured last season, he was like trusting him a big games. He played against Chelsea. He was as good link up play with Salah, like Kayleigh was saying. Um, so I think he's got like loads of faith in, in Elliot. So we just have to see how he gets on um in the season. Obviously after the injury, um how he comes back from it. But um yeah, you I can't hopes are gonna help us more than probably most teams, I think. Yeah, I agree. Because we have got like I know we've got rid of like a league and stuff like that, but like the younger players coming through. They have like the chance to come on. They've got something to prove, haven't they? Like they've got that hunger to like want to be in Klopp's starting eleven. So I feel like they will be coming on with something with with something to prove, trying to score, trying to assist. Um. So yeah, I'm excited to see see what happens with the, with, with Elliot and Carvalho and myself. Like, yeah, really, really exciting. Harvey Elliott, not long turned nineteen, so he's even younger than what oh, you yeah, know, yeah. was. <laughs> Even less pressure on him, given that's the case. Yeah, I feel like he's been around for years, though. That's why I, I thought he was a bit older than that. But yeah, he's still only a baby, isn't he? So we've got it. Um, I feel like the, the we've got like an amazing like team, like squad. Like I feel like they're all just like the older players. They all look look out for like the younger players and stuff like that. Um. So I, like not every team's like that. Not every team gets on. There's always like other, like with other teams, like they'll have little clicks and stuff like that. But I feel like our team, the whole squad just get on and that's like good for the younger players because they've got people to speak to. I've seen like with Nunes, obviously Thiago speaks the same language as, as him. So he's been helping him um, with Klopp's um, team talks and stuff like that. So I just love that about our team. Everyone's like, everyone looks out for each other. That makes sense. So it'll help the younger players coming through um, regarding like um, Elliot and Carvalho and other, other players that want to break into the first team squad. Yeah, probably help Carvalho as well. He'll presumably speaks Portuguese, plays for them, doesn't he, at international level, so he can speak with the Brazilians yeah. and, and all the rest of it. I'm sure that'll, that'll work really nicely. But um, you mentioned the, the squad depth there, Ella. You, you said you, you're pretty happy with it. Obviously, the five subs coming in, but would you want maybe one more sign-in or what, what's the sort of situation in the, the transfer market? Do you think you can pro you can always get one more, can't you? But what, yeah, we might want Drew Bellingham, but we're not getting him this summer. So I feel like I always say, like, with Klopp, he doesn't sign like stock gaps. He won't just sign a player now because we need a midfielder. He, he he's waiting for Drew Bellingham. And obviously next summer there's going to be City, there's going to be Real Madrid, Chelsea, all other teams in for him. But I feel like if he spoke to Bellingham and he's like Bellingham said to him like I want to come to Liverpool, then I feel like I, I feel like we might have got that reassurance because we're waiting for him. If that makes sense. Um. So, yeah, I do want you now, but Dortmund aren't selling. So, I think that Fabrizio Romero was saying that we'd spoken to 
Dortmund to ask him to. I don't know how true this is, by the way, but he was saying um, we've spoken to him this summer to to see if we can get a deal in. But um, Dortmund were like, no, you're not, you're not getting him this summer. So, like I said, I feel like we are a bit short in midfield because of the way Henderson. I feel Thiago and Fabinho do pick up a few injuries here and there, but like like we were saying before, it's a chance for the younger players to get a little a little go and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm all in the Carvalho train and I'm all in the Jude Bellingham train for next train for next summer because I feel like he's the he's the player that we're missing. Like I feel like he'll just transform our midfield for the next ten years, and I just feel like he's I don't know, he's just got something about him. So. I hope- though isn't it I think with like for this season I think if you you're gonna have you've got Fab Hendo but then if they sort of go you haven't got someone who can step into there I don't think you know Milner obviously you know, can play anywhere can't he that I love, I love Milner what am I like these I love <laughs> off the pitch as well yeah these boss um but I think yeah you can have that you can have one of the younger ones filling in in those gaps and if if you know this is the dream, isn't it? But if we are waiting for Bellingham, I think we've got enough to get through the season with. Absolutely. I don't think it's, you know, it's not a disaster, is it? But, um, you know, I think, like like I said, we don't stand the players half heartedly and we're waiting for, for a big sign in next year. Fox doesn't have a plan of what he's doing. And if that means one of the younger players filling into that more forward role and having Henderson and Fabinho sitting, then yeah. that's what that might help them again for next year, gain that bit more, um, a bit more experience that they'll need to to step up again next year. So I think, I think I'm happy. I'm happy with what we've got. I think you can't, you can't really argue with him, can you? And he's not going to go and do something because everyone else wants us to do it. And if, I think if he starts spelling him next year, I think a lot of people will forgive him. That's what I mean, though. Like we waited for Van Dijk, we waited for Canarte. Obviously, with the Canarte one, that was. Not saying it was a mistake, but like obviously the set the no one could predict the injury problems we had in that season. But um we waited for these players and like how good is Van Dyke, how good is Canarte? So we, he doesn't want to just sign someone now, like has had for 30, 40 million, them just like not being the starting lineup, just just as like a squad player. He'd rather wait for Jude Bellingham next summer if that's the player we want to get. Um and and sign him because he's gonna be um, in the starting eleven. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. Like to be fair, <laughs> we can't go and we can't go and sign players like we were saying before, like City. Like City can go and spend fifty million on a on a, on a player, and if it doesn't work, they just go, "Oh, we'll go and sign another fifty million. We can't do that, and that's why I think our players are so selective in what he does. He Jota come in and score that have many goals. Thiago, I mean, what a guy! Like Thiago, it's yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> get mesmerised by him aren't you like I said you, you've got your Van Dyke you've got your Canate Luis Diaz all these players that we sign are so selective to fit exactly into his plan so if he thinks at the minute that we've got a team that is going to be able to challenge next year who, who are we to disagree with him after everything that he's done you know so I, that's why I'm a little bit more relaxed about it Alele Rouge on the Blood Red Channel Is there any risk, though? Do you think if if Liverpool do wait for Bellingham next summer, what what if what if Real Madrid come in for him as Ella said before? Is 
is there a risk that he might go somewhere else or do you think he's just obviously he's going to come to Liverpool why, why wouldn't you want to do that no I mean that's my thing I said that I say it every time I come on here I don't know why you'd want to sign any other team other than Liverpool and that's not me being because I'm a Liverpool fan or maybe it is a little bit but I think got the manager is that every single player out there wants a hook from Clock don't so you've got the best manager you've got a team that challenges if you're a footballer you want to challenge for the cups or trophies we do that every single year we've got a team who has got arguably you know I think we've got the best keeper I think we've got the best centre I think we've got the best right back I think left back we've got the best holding midfielder we've got the best <laughs> you know we've got we've, you know, we've got world class players I think in every single position and I don't think any one of the big clubs I don't think the fans come close to us so I think as a footballer you're wanting to play for all those things. And I just think, why would you not want to come to us? The way that we play as well, like the way that our philosophy is. Now, you can go to City and, you know, I'm not, he's always like, but I'm, I just, I, I only worry about us, but, but when you do see the likes of City and you think, they're fans, but, you know, then we're not hardy. Yeah, you haven't got fans, have you? <laughs> if you haven't got fans, like, like we've got fans, United are, are on the, I mean, where did they even finish last year then? You know, so they, I think, yeah, then we did, you've got the Galato in Spain, but I just, the league doesn't compare either. You want to play football, you want to, that's the whole point, you want to challenge yourself as a footballer as well. So if you go to Spain, that league's not what our league is. Like, we we know in our league, you can go and play the team who's in the bottom three and you can go and beat the team that's in the top three. So you've got everything. I think, I always say, if you make a, You've got a choice between Liverpool and another team, and you choose another team. You've made a bad footballing decision, so go because I only want players who make good footballing decisions. Nobody, you know, any of our players could go and could go and earn double what they're earning at another team, but they don't. They come here and they come here for a reason. So I think, yeah, obviously your head's going to be turned by the other the other teams and maybe the money and the history of these other clubs, maybe like the the Realities, but. If you're a footballer now, I don't believe there's any better place to be than Liverpool. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> get in. He's coming. <laughs> He'll have seen as well, in all seriousness, you mentioned the parade and stuff before. Like He'll have seen the pictures of that and he'll think, yeah. I want a bit of that. I'd rather I'd rather have that than the Manchester City yeah. where you get 10 people turn up. <laughs> Did you see the Canate interview? Was it last week it come out? I've seen that, yeah. I nearly, I, I welled up. I, I welled up watching because I thought when he when he said he was like you know it was amazing blah, 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 and then he said they come on to you know when they come on to the stand and you can see it in his face he was just I don't think you can't you can't have that feeling unless you've been there and all the, all the players were saying oh I'm dreading the parade they've all come out and said that he was like don't want to go to the parade and then the minute he got on the bus he was like wow like going on to like I don't know. How can you just lose a Champions League final and that many people turn up? Do you know what I mean? It's just like no other team does it. Klopp was saying no other team would do that. Like, um, we just lost the final and we're still out celebrating all the things we did this season, even though we obviously we wanted to win the quadruple. But um, we come so close and you can't like fault. Like, that se- last season was amazing. Like, the memories we made going to Wembley and stuff like that. Um, like having a, having cup runs and stuff like that. It's it's what we haven't had in a while. So and getting so close in the league and and the heartbreak of the the Aston Villa game and then the ups and downs. I just feel like 
Um, I don't know. We just have to celebrate, and also we didn't get to celebrate winning the league and in in the pandemic, obviously, um, with, with the fans and stuff like that. So I feel like it was just like. I don't know, I can't, it was like loads of emotions and everyone just like, I don't know, it was just amazing. Like, I, I went to Paris myself and Kaylee went as well. Um, and I come back on, on the day of the parade and I was like, oh, I don't know where to go or not. Because I didn't know, I didn't expect that many people to go. I just thought, oh, maybe like a few people will go and that'll be that. But I ended up going in the end and I was like, oh my, I couldn't believe how many people had turned up after, after, um, like, like, uh, the night before but yeah it was amazing and I feel like that that that's give the players something to 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 kind of aim for next season they want more of that and they want like more trophies like more people turning up because that's that's what'll happen if you if we win them on the big ones next season it'll just be like a big party again so yeah it'll give them like motivation for the season definitely yeah, 100%. I think that leads us on nicely then to finish up with a few predictions ahead of next season. I, for one, think Liverpool will win the league. I really do. I think they'll bounce back from, from last season. I'm sure you both agree with me, but uh, yeah, predictions then for, for next season, not just the league, the, the other trophies as, as well. We'll we'll go to you first, Ella. How how do you reckon next season's going to look? Is it going to be another close call with the quadruple again, potentially? Hope so. I feel like um, we'll win the league and I think we might win the Champions League. I was saying to Kaylee, our new kit is a Champions League and league winning kit. It's so nice. So I feel like we need to win one of the big ones in that kit. Um, so I feel like it'll be us and City again. I can't see everyone saying Tottenham are going to finish above us and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my God, are these people okay? Like, I feel like they're thinking that we've lost money and we're just going to like not challenge or something. But um yeah, I can't see Tottenham or Chelsea. Chelsea, um, they've lost a few players themselves. They've only brought in Sterling and Koulibaly. Um, and I just don't think they've got the attack and threat. I just don't think they scored enough goals. Like we've got even though Manny's gone, we've still got Salah, we've got Nunes and we've got Diaz. Who how fast is that from free, if that makes sense? So yeah, I can't see anyone else but us in City um at the at the top. And hopefully Please come one time, we actually come first in a title race. Every title race, it's always been them. And I feel like we, 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 we're owed one. So hopefully we'll win the league, the Champions League. I don't feel like Klopp's going to be as bothered about the Cup this season just because we, we won them last season and with the World Cup. I think I heard, I don't know if this is right, but there's like a Carabao Cup game two, two days after the World Cup final or something like that. So I feel like he's just going to put a young team out in, in the Cups. Obviously, we could get far. It just depends on like the draw and stuff like that. But yeah, I just want I just want us to win the league so much and the Champions League next season. Like that, they're the two that I want. Obviously, everyone else wants them as well. But I just we just need to come on top in the title race because because when we won the league, it was like how many points ahead? I just want to see us pip City to the league like they pipped us so many times. I just want to see them sat and us win the league at the same time. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's yeah. No, yeah. I, I think the focus this year will be will be on the league. I think that's that's the one you want, isn't it? If you're asking for you, you you win the league. I think also as fans, I love the Champions League. It's my favourite because I love going to all these places and it's the pinnacle. Yeah, you can't compare that. But I think I think that I think the players will have a bit between the teeth for both of them. I think to the way that. I, Happened. I think they have a bit between their teeth to sort of be like, no, this year, this year's ours, you know. And I think 
like Ella said, with the with the parade last year, I think that's a mastermind decision by Klopp to go, no, you know what, we are going to do that. Because, yeah. like everyone said, I mean, everyone was devastated after that. And then to go to that, you're like, oh, no. And again, it's another thing where I'm like, no, we're so special. Us as a, us as a club are so special because I don't think any other club would have been able to go and do that. And like Milner, that's why I like Milner being there as well. Milner says, you know, he's like, he says to all the players, he's like, embrace this because you don't know when you're going to get another chance at this. And I think when they're in there, it must just give that extra bit of like, because I'm, I don't even play, I don't play for Liverpool, but I'm like, if I, if I was in their shoes, I'd be like, oh, I want this every year, and I want to give this to these people every year. Um, and I think the way you know, getting picked on the last day and picked in the final. Um, I think they're I think it's gonna be like laser focused on it. Not that he wasn't last year, but I think even more so again this year. So that annoys me every time you speak you speak about it. Just I think they have one shot on target. <laughs> no, but realistically I think we've got very good chances at both again. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's about time I look changes a little bit, doesn't it? And it comes to us instead. <laughs> Yeah, we've seen in the past as well when Liverpool come close to those things the season afterwards. It tends to, to just happen and, and tip over that edge, doesn't it? But I think that will just about do us for today's podcast. Just before we do go, I wanted to, to thank all the listeners around the world on behalf of Peter Hooten. He messaged me specifically and, and said to, to make sure that we do that. Obviously, it, it means a lot to all of us here on Blood Red that you do listen to our insights and opinion. And we wanted to give a, a special shout out as well to Sid Ogwin. I know he'll be listening to, to this one. I know you're a massive Red mate, so thank Thank you very much for, for listening in to, to this show and all of the other ones as well. Hope you're looking forward to the new season and let's hope that it is, as we say, another good one. There's another big parade to look forward to in a few months' time. But yeah, I think that will just about do us for today. Thank you to both Ella and to Kaylee for joining me. Thank you to you two at home for listening along. And we'll be back with more Liverpool content for you very soon indeed. You've been listening to the Ali Rouge podcast on the Blood Red channel.